Today, This American Dice brings you the latest episode of Dragon of Ice Spire Peak from the D&D Essentials Kit. In this episode, Serafina and friends rush over to help the folks at Butterskull Ranch from an orc attack. But little do they know, mysterious anchorites have been conspiring not so far away in Neverwinter Wood. Evil never really made much sense to me. There's them that's selfish and hurtful, sure. But I ain't once seen a soul act bad that didn't have a sad reason for it. Maybe a god or a devil told him to, but does that make a person himself evil? Well, I ain't no sage, and I surely don't gotta tell you that. Lucky for us, one such group met up just a while ago at a circle of standing stones. A henge, or menrears, if you fancy about it. Dark clouds overhead made it look even darker, blocking out the moon and the stars. The occasional lightning even helps a bit, if I'm being honest. These eight cloaked folks in the center of the circle wouldn't have it any other way. Ain't got no official type of leader, but the one named Yargoth is the biggest and loudest of the bunch. These ice orcs are perfect for us! With their numbers, we can rid ourselves of these pink-skinned falcon and have narrow winter wood to ourselves! Another one, almost more moss than man, nods his head. I wouldn't mind getting rid of them, but this displaced tribe, the Tooth Rippers, <laughs> is more valuable as converts. Both Gromsh and Talos have one eye, and many suggest they might be the same. Uh, here we go, Lord Jesus over here. Uh, okay, Granick. Let's not get into another religious debate. We can all agree they're valuable to us. That's why I think we need to focus our efforts on bringing them into our circle. With that many hearts pledged to Talos, we might be able to call on Gorthok again. I heard Did Gorthok he was a crazy. Is that, that true? Uh, yeah. Most of them folks sat in rain for a bit of thinking of whatever a Gorthok might be. If you ask me, don't sound nice. Eventually, one of them, another big fellow with a nasty-looking mace across his back, spoke up. I thought we all agreed that my, I mean, our tower of storms should be our focus. In just a few months, I could have all the forest creatures under my thumb, and we could- MONTHS! Muska! I respect your ambition, but we have an opportunity that we can seize for the Storm Lord right now! I think it's time to stop your fairy project and think of the bigger picture! Don't know if any of them saw it, but that Muska did not look happy to hear that. So, problem we face is those teeth griffies, or whatever, have splintered up. We need to find them all, bring them under our protection. Muska, why don't you try recruiting those camping at the old shrine south of your construction site? Me and Flynn's can round up any wandering about near a winter wood and bring them to the lawns. I also heard a rumor of a family working on some human farm out east. Working shoulder to shoulder with a pink skin? Might be too late for them. Narux! You check in on him? Narux had been silent the whole meeting, cradling some kind of branch in his arms like a baby. Only response he had was lowing his head and smiling right as a crack of lightning streaked across the sky. I'm not real sure what that's supposed to mean. But if I'm honest, I sure don't like it.
We're back. Yay. My name's David and your name is? Marisa. Playing D&D. It's quarantine time. Mm-hmm. So last time, as you remember, you'd feed some ink eggs. At least one. They were drawn by this totems, maybe related to a pig. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't like the uh, logging camp too much. You got a signature. You brought this uh, pig back. I think... Um, we would say it was like two days to get there. We brought a pig back or we brought a... Ox back, ox I should back. say, yes. An ox named Vinny. My ox He goes day. by Vincent, but... <laughs> oh, you probably... Tybor. Um, let you sleep there or something. How does sleeping work? You get some amount of hit points back. I know, actually, look up your bard thing. It makes you uh, have even better healing when you sleep, I believe. After a long rest, you gain all lost hit points. So it doesn't matter. I think when you do a short rest, you can get extra stuff as a bard. But um, you've got all your hit points, all your spells back. So you take two days to go back. You get past the, the creepy woods. Never winter wood. You're back on the road. Do you have anything in particular to do in Phandalin? I know to turn that quest in, but anything... Do you need to talk to any of the other folks? I would like to turn in the quest. Yeah, I mean, on top of that, do you need to do anything else? Not in my... Not that I can think of. Cool. Yeah, just making sure. I mean, you don't have to. I'm just giving you the option. So that means uh, you return Vincent back. Mm-hmm. My cow, Vinny. Uh, Barthen, you know, like, of Barthen Supplies or whatever. It's like, oh... Well, th- thanks so much for looking after uh, Vinny here. It would be a... Uh, maybe he's wearing a hat and he takes it off, looks over. It would be terrible if the same fate that befell his brother happened to him. And you look at the graveyard of Stanley the Ox, of course, that we remember. It's behind mm. Barthens. We all have a moment of silence for poor Stanley. And you return him. <laughs> and uh, you collect your gold, I think. And just like before, even though you just basically saved his brother townmaster harbin doesn't open the door still still scared of dragons and he slides out one gold piece at a time it takes forever everyone's tapping their foot it's a hundred gold pieces yeah so it takes a little bit but you get a hundred gold pieces oh could have done this during the break too you actually get a level two. Oh. so you get a level four wow but we might have to do that after this thing. Okay. She'll have to pick if you want to be a fighter two or, or a bard three. Probably bard three would make more sense. But okay. Up to you. Usually at third level you get like extra perks and stuff, so it's usually better. Hmm. But no matter, because now after you've turned that in, you notice there's another quest up there. Uh oh. Yeah, you actually see this one too, but we can. I'll take that back, and you can look at that later but two quests mountain mountains toe and see the other one butter school ranch quest that yeah. sounds like uh something they would serve at a gothic golden corral yep orcs have attacked butter school ranch five miles east of Connieberry along the tribor trail travel there with haste assess the damage and help any way you can. Alphonse Calazorn 
the ranch owner is a retired sheriff who can reward you for your efforts. If he's dead, return to Townmaster Harbin Wester with proof of Calazorn's demise to receive a reward of a hundred gold pieces. So yeah, bring out, bring out your map. Let's see where this uh, this place is. So, it's five miles east of Connieberry along the Triburg Trail. Yeah, I think each of those hexes is six miles, so... Oh, really? Yeah. So if it's six miles and it's only, like, right here? Yeah, it's, like, another hex away, basically. So, a good amount of time. thing very helpfully tells me amount of days it takes yeah it's about 60 miles so it's about three days so about kind of the same amount of time it took you to get to the falcon's lodge at least so three days two nights do you need to buy anything to i can't think of anything you need to buy but just in case i have all my arrows and stuff so i think i'm pretty good with my my supplies nice do you remember um, Coneyberry? I think you said in one of the first sessions that you, everyone went through. It's kind of like a ruined uh, city or village. It was kind of spooky, I think. Mm-hmm. You passed it on, on your way here. Okay. So, I think um, the first day, it's pretty uneventful. Nothing really happens. I don't know if you, uh, again, just stop me if you're like, I want to talk to one of these companions or anything but the second day you actually do run into something maybe around like noontime so it's like oh let's take a break it's getting kind of hot it is the middle of the summer too probably Inverna's like as you're kind of drinking your water skins and such she's like well now hang on hang on just a minute you all see that over there in the distance and not at all because her elven eyes can see, you know, further. So you go a little bit for, like, uh, down the road a little bit, and in a few minutes you notice, like, oh, yeah, there are, let's say, like, four horses just, like, grazing around. And they look like, like, not wild horses, but obviously, like, regular kind of horses. Domesticated horses? Yeah. Maybe one of them even has, like, part of, uh, like, tack on, you know, like, a like a bridle or something, but not a saddle. Maybe they do have saddles, who cares? Like kind of off in the distance. What do you do? Well, Inverna, can you see if there's any people around? Do we know if these horses are abandoned or they belong to somebody? She, uh... Yeah, kind of looks around, just scans. She's like, no, uh... Can't see no one around. Hmm. What do you think, guys? Do you think we should go over there there and uh, hop on these horses and ride them on into Connieberry? Yeah, I don't know why there would be uh, just random horses about. It seems uh, pretty expensive. Yeah, but I mean, if they lost their owners or something happened to their owners, we could surely take them in as I'm sure they're going to need, if they're... Uh, not wild horses they're gonna need somebody to take care of them anyway and that could be us we could have lucked into some horses chan just like oh 
I bet I bet they're very scared. Just out in the middle of nowhere. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. They could be scared and hungry. I say we, we head over there and grab him. And uh, as long as no people can be found, um, we can ride him on into the next town. And, of course, if we see their owners along the way, we just return them. Yeah, so um, don't you have... Do you have animal handling or something? Yeah. yeah. Only one, though. Oh, that's right. I think... <laughs> It was surprising. Like, I think being a soldier gives you like vehicles or something instead of animal handling. I'm like, you're not driving tanks. You're probably driving horses, but whatever. Um, do any of these sharks have animal handling? Oh, actually, yeah, Inverna does. So, yeah, maybe she is kind of taking the lead here and everyone's helping her. So if you want to roll for her, roll those 2d20s. And she's adding a plus three. And a one. Oh, but you're as a halfling, you get to re-roll that one. Oh, okay. True. But only once. Eight. It's a little better. So eight plus three is eleven. So yeah, I think you're able to uh, kind of go over to these horses, and they're kind of skitterish. They're not maybe letting you grab them or anything you are able to get close enough that they're not like sprinting away or anything they're kind of i don't think they're going to let you ride them per se but one thing you notice this close is that they have big brands on them like on their flank i don't know their haunch but um yeah it's b-a-k in fact um i think shanjan is going to be the one who says wait that's the same brand that was on those pigs. Oh my gosh, you're right, Shanjan. I remember that exact same lettering on the pig's haunches. Pig chances. He's like, yeah, they must. I mean, that means they belong to someone, right? Well, they must. They must all have come from the same place. And uh, if I my memory serves me well from just a couple days ago uh they were magical pigs weren't they so (laughs) weren't they i thought they were like magical pigs (laughs) there's a boar that was that seemed like an intelligent like that was the one that was staring you down and then the other ones i think ran away Uh or no you charmed them because you sang a song yeah and they like followed you like i love your song yeah. But they weren't necessarily magic. You put a spell on them with your music ability. Oh. Well, After I... you were done, they were enchanted. <laughs> well, if I remember correctly, those piggies and horses were very influential. <laughs> so, they must all belong to the same person. I wonder what they're all doing without their owner. Do you think you want to take the time to... Make sure she rolled really well. If you want to take some extra time out from this, you could, um, I think you can convince them to let you ride them. But if not, you can just kind of shepherd them, horse herd them into uh, wherever you're going. The Coneyberry, I guess. Okay. Maybe you're like almost at Coneyberry now. Mm-hmm. But it's up to you. Or you can just leave them and just like, we'll come back for you later. Mm-hmm. 
I don't think I want to shepherd them into Coneyberry if there's nobody there. To just leave them there? It's up to you. I don't know. Those are the three options I can think of, but there's infinite possibilities if you can think of them. So the options are leave them there, take them to Coneyberry, Coneyberry or whatever, um, or ride them. But yeah. we can't ride them because... Yeah, I, I said if you take time enough to be nice to them, they'll let you ride them. I don't know, and Vernon, do you think we should uh, ride some horses that say B-A-K on their haunches? Maybe maybe that person will come back looking for them if they're not here, and we don't know if they're nice, so... I don't know. Do we need to get into Conniberry that bad, that fast? I mean, it does say to make haste. I, I think... Uh, if we take them in there and that's a deserted city, my concerns would be that they wouldn't have anything to eat or drink. Well, seems like they're uh, grazing good enough on the grass there. But, you know, I don't know. This uh, farmer or something, B.A.K., I guess, he's just letting his pigs and horses just wander around the countryside. Doesn't seem like he really cares, he or she. Hmm. It's a good point. Maybe we can hop on these horses and ride them on into Coneyberry. Whatever gets me to them works faster. I'll vote for that. All right, let's do it. Let's let's take these horses and head on into the town. We need to get a good leg up on these terrible orcs before they hurt anyone else. Yeah. So I think um, with that, it takes like a half an hour or something to kind of coax these horses. Or I guess just two of them, right? You probably um, are small enough that you can fit on one of these other two folks' horse. So then I guess you're going to leave the other two there? Yeah, let's leave the other two and just take two. That way if the BAK comes back, there's at least two left. Okay. That works for me. So um, do you have a preference on whose horse you're riding on? Um, I'll ride with Shanjam. Cool. So yeah, the the three of you, or the five of you, with, if we're including the horses, I'm kind of right up to Coneyberry, like way faster than you would have been able to just march there. And yeah, Coneyberry, like I said, it's kind of like spooky. It's like a ghost town. Yeah, what's something that kind of unnerves you about this place? Can you think of a, like a or make up a detail real fast? Of Coneyberry. Um, it's also like the middle of the day. It's the middle of the day, but there's like a weird, slow fog rolling on the ground. Yeah, I like that. That's cool. So it's like almost like a, like you can sort of see the fog, but like in like orange and like yellow tones and stuff. Oh yeah, awesome. So yeah, actually that makes it, um, maybe as you're, kind of trotting through with these horses you notice that some of the house like the wooden house and stuff have been like stripped like people are like looting this place probably and just taking materials out of it throughout the years maybe and then you uh maybe because of the fog like you almost like surprisingly come across this like looks like this big like scaffolding like a big tower almost not even like a tower like a like we would we would notice or we would be able to um, kind of compare it to almost like the Eiffel Tower, but it looks like a 
mostly made out of wood, but there's like this big, long, like 40 or 50 feet maybe, like big metal kind of tipped, like a spike that just rises into the, you know, the air. Looks like they're building more onto it. Looks really weird, but I think all three of you just kind of look at that like, what? Just keep trotting along. Yeah, you kind of go through there without really any any more incident. See, I think maybe as um, you see these two hills kind of in the distance, and maybe you and Shanjian can't see it, but Infern just like she says, "Oh, that uh, that ranch there looks like it's in uh, the valley of them two hills. We're almost there." Hmm. And then I think around that time she's like. Well, hang on now. This is this is too coincidental. You see that thing over there? And then as you go over to it, there's another, um, like a cow this time. With like a little bell, you know? And it's just like trotting around, like eating grass and stuff. Looks like a very nice cow, I guess. I want to check it to see if it says BAK on it. Okay, yeah, you probably get close closer and it kind of spooks a little, but it's a cow, so it doesn't run away or anything, but it's just like, Rrr! as you get close enough, you can see like, oh yeah, that also says B-A-K on Well, it's a little spooky in here, huh? I guess we should um, head towards that, uh, those hills there in Verna. Doesn't look like there's anything much going on in here. B-A-K left a cow, which I guess shouldn't be too surprising. So then they head towards the hills? Sure. So, yeah, before too long, you kind of come up to this um, big ranch. It's a big plot of land. Um, there's like a ramshackle fence that has a, like a big cornfield. You know, it's kind of guarding a big cornfield. There's like a probably an apple orchard you see on the other side. What else you got? As you kind of go further in, there's all these, uh, like, gardens and things. Like those sweet trough gardens, which I wish I had. Mm. Mm. And just lots of little fenced-in kind of pasture land for probably things like cows and things. So, yeah, and this might be um, sort of getting close to, um, like, sunset. You know, it's, like, late evening. Mm -hmm. So, like, the shadows are longer and everything's kind of weird. Um, oh, and you see a lot of, a bunch of other pigs just kind of milling about, all with the, the same brand, the BAK. There's like, out, like someone, maybe there is like a, like the pasture, there's like a, that fence around it, you know, and it's just the gates wide open. Oh, there's a big two-story farmhouse, that's important, next to a little pond. And, yeah, that's probably all you can see from now, for right now. What do you think you uh, do? Well, Inverna, keep your eyes peeled for orcs. Uh, I know how you have a special ability to find them. Let's all um, keep quiet and just listen for any rustling. So um, I'd say we scope out the place and then head towards the ranch. But just, you know, check out the check out the places and the, the the surrounding in the meantime so maybe just kind of like go like check out the grounds and see if there's any any people and survivors and hiding anywhere yeah so let's see i think 
it's probably a perception or investigation check. I think it sounds the way you describe that as more of an investigation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Investigation. So yeah, go ahead and roll that. I think based on what you get, I can give you some, some details. So you want at least 10, but the higher you get, the better. Mm-hmm. And I guess people are helping you out, so you can roll two if you want. Eighteen and eleven, and my investigation is plus two. Oh my gosh, the twenty. That's really good. So, yeah, I think the first as you kind of sneak about. No, actually, are you trying to be sneaky? Yes. All right. So, in addition to that, why don't you roll a uh, stealth check? I think that's another skill. And I would just be doing one. Um, ooh, yeah. Actually, this one. I think you have to take the worst since it's a bunch of people so probably just plus one instead of plus whatever your other thing is because the worst the worst stealthy guy is a shanjan okay so this plus what um just plus or you can roll it twice but you have to add the worst of your helpers so roll both of these mm-hmm and 15. Oh, interesting. So 16 is actually still really stealthy, so you did pretty well there. So, yeah, you find some things. Um, the first thing is um, as you go around maybe the uh, the farmhouse, the two-story farmhouse there, is there looks like the like a burned-down big structure and you can tell, probably especially because you've been in farms and stuff before maybe you're like aunts or uncles or something someone had like a farm growing up i'm sure um you can tell this used to be a barn but no longer like there's probably like even some stables in the back of the barn you can tell by just like the outline and uh yeah just someone set this on fire and actually as you like right nearby the barn there's like a looks like a shack that um between the three of you, you can figure out, oh, this used to be like a little tiny smithy. You would make like uh, horseshoes and stuff. It's like someone burned these two things down. This is strange. Or, uh, you know, bad news, at the very least. And you can, I mean, really easy, especially with you and Inverna, who are really good at tracking and all that. There's like, like boot tracks everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, there's probably some mud and stuff, especially because it's foggy, so it's probably raining, like, sometimes. And, uh, oh, actually, you rolled really well. You rolled a 20. So I'm going to, let's say, um, oh, maybe as you go into the smithy, yeah, maybe, um, like, you, you're kind of inspecting in this, like, the burned down, like, a blacksmith shop or blacksmith shack or whatever. And um, there's, like, let's say three burned up people and this thing and it looks like uh, maybe like Shanjan just puts his hand over his nose you know because it's like oh this smells like burned people this is awful and just you know horrific looking and uh, yeah they've probably been there for a few days at least and yeah if you take a moment to look you can tell what did I say there are three of them mm-hmm. you can tell two of them look like probably humans like regular 
like just their shape and size you can tell like oh that's a human and the other one is like looks like an orc which is perhaps surprising but they're all kind of I don't know it looks like they almost like fell down and then got burnt up or were getting burnt up and that caused them to fall down one of those two but oh and they're all like almost next to each other like in a row which is also kind of odd hmm um maybe uh say a little prayer over these poor lost souls as it looks like they were um, burned and tortured for sure well burned which is torture for sure and um, oh wow and Verna can you confirm this looks like an orc don't you think Uh, looks like something really terrible happened here I mean I know how you feel about orcs and all but but this is a this is not fair to these these uh, creatures. Whoever did this was out for blood. That's for sure. And we should all be watching our backs. Yeah. And she's like, that is absolutely an orc. No doubt about that. And oh, maybe she just like grossly like goes down to it. She has to struggle for a second, like pulls up this thing. It's like this necklace and she's like, we might have met them before. It's like a necklace with teeth on it. Hmm. Oh, wow. I wonder who would have done this. I mean, I guess orcs are known to slaughter even their own sometimes. But do you think an orc did this to its own brother? She shrugs and says, Well, I wouldn't put anything past these monsters. Well... I know we don't want to use the D word very often, but do you think this is the work of the dragon? Oh, man. And there's maybe like a silence. Oh, man. Well, if that's the case, I guess I'd much rather fight a Nora Khan, Verna. <laughs> I'm just kind of like nudges her, you know, leg. And... Yeah, it's like nudging a wall. She doesn't even like almost acknowledge it and she's like absolutely well let's this could also explain why there's so much so many livestock around here just wandering about with no owner hopefully VAK is uh, doing okay but I guess we can continue to, to search around this house and and see if we can find out where the source of the fire came from. Uh, but keep your eyes peeled for sure. And everybody, um, uh, we should all prepare our, our bows and arrows and, and knives and such to, to fight just in case there's a, something hiding in the, in the fog. So I did say it was like approaching sunset. Do you think you want to wait to do this under cover of night, or do you want to go in immediately? Also, like, um, Inverna can see in the dark, like, perfectly, but can orcs? You tell me. Um, yeah, I guess you might have some, some experience with orcs, especially since you fought them in that war. If you want to... Let's see, what would that, what skill do you think would make sense? Nature? 
Mm, I guess nature or stealth. Yeah, I don't know if stealth would help you pick up like knowledge about how they can see or not. All right, uh, nature, I guess. Sure, let's give it a roll. I'll say um, it's probably easy if you get a ten or more. Oh my gosh, incredible! Twenty. Twenty. Yeah, you actually know um, because in that war, remember the they sh- turned off the sun, like they made some spell that turned off the sun, so that only the moon was out, not even the stars. So they they can see really well in darkness, like almost as good as an elf, if not better, at least equal. Hmm. So maybe maybe Shanjan makes that suggestion, like maybe we should wait until cover of darkness to go in. Hmm. Um. All right. If orcs can see very well at night, we should probably go right now. He's like, oh yeah, that's right. I I forgot. Right. I didn't even know that. Yeah. I mean better to uh go when we have a slight advantage as well otherwise they're gonna have the full advantage over us considering i mean you're a human and well i'm half the size of everything so either way we we can't see as well as they can in the dark yeah nice so interesting so you, do you go in the front door or what do you do I think we should go around into the back door. Maybe not go through the front door. Makes sense. Okay, so it doesn't seem like there's a back door, but when you sneak around, you do see there's uh, cellar doors that are like chained up and locked with a big padlock. Hmm. Oh, and maybe you can actually... Well, actually, yeah, roll, roll a per- perception check. Yeah, so maybe you uh plus um maybe you can kind of hear just like barely some like activity in the house, but you can't really tell if it's like is that a good sign or a bad sign? Is there just a cat around? Who knows? And it's coming from the basement? No, just inside the house. The cellar is like locked up. Right. So what I'm saying is it's not from the cellar, it's from the house. Right. Hey Shanjan, Verna, you have great ears. You guys hear that? Ears twitch. Did you hear that uh, creaking noise? Did that sound like a footstep? Could be the house, I guess. Moving around in all this fog, but it sounded to me like maybe uh, there could be somebody sneaking around inside or possibly trying to hide. Yeah, and I think we said uh, something like Inverna's ears like twitch when there's danger or something. Mm-hmm. I think we said that. She listens and tries to twitch her ears a little bit. She's like, "Yeah, there's a, there's definitely some some folk in there. I can't quite tell where they are, or what they're up to. But someone's definitely in that house. Hmm. Sounds like a few people. Does it smell like work to you? Anybody smell any nasty work? <laughs> and Shanjan's like. I'm not really sure what orcs smell like now that I think about it. And I think Inverna's just like, oh, I'd know their stink anywhere. They gotta be inside. I know it. 
And you're not really convinced that she can actually smell anything. Well, you know, let's not jump the gun, Inverna. I know that you want there to be orcs in there. I know your orc sword needs a biting, <laughs> but I know you're hungry for biting. Some orcs. You're bite starved. <laughs> but, um, I don't know. I kind of feel like, uh, well, at this point, we should um, take it slow. And um, maybe just go back to the front door and, and uh, well, we could go the polite route and just knock and see if we can be of any assistance. I mean, what if these are, are people that need help from the orcs? What if, what if they're hiding? We could help these people. And, yeah, I think maybe uh, Inferna says, oh, the way, the way them folk are walking around, no one's hiding. Sounds like they're just going about their own business. Hmm. If they were hiding, it'd probably be mighty hard for me to hear them through this wall here. All right. They don't really care or expect anyone to be uh, coming in. Can we um, maybe sneak a peek through the window? See if we can see anyone? I'm pretty small. If you put me on your shoulders, I'll be able to look up into the window. Uh, I love that just for this visual. So, can I climb on top of her and look through the window? Investigation? Absolutely. I don't even think you have to roll this, really. So, I think, I guess probably, I don't know who's taller, but whichever. I'll assume Inverna's taller, I guess. Yeah, that's fine. So, yeah, you kind of, or she probably, she's pretty strong, so she kind of, like, helps you up. You get, like, stand on her shoulders so you're both, like, fully standing up, you know, and you just get to the, the window. You can kind of see in here. Let's say it's, like, a kitchen. You're looking into the kitchen, and um, you see, uh, say there's, let's say there's two orcs, like, at this big, like, dinner table, and they're just, like, playing cards or something, and um, another one comes in. And uh, I guess you can probably hear them since you're right there. Just make it more interesting. Uh, all right, boys. Looks like some more ham and these weird skull butter things. Bon appetit. He slams down this, like, almost raw, like, just pig meat. Like, maybe just, like, an entire pig leg. Like, he didn't even skin it. Just, like, cut it off. And uh, one of these, like, butter skull things, but it just looks like malformed and like maybe they're trying to make it themselves and they're all just playing these cards and just like yeah (laughs) ham time (laughs) and you see oh maybe you focus in and i don't know some kind of piece of furniture what would be in a kitchen besides a table (laughs) um like a chopping block for um cutting meat and stuff Oh, actually, perfect. Yeah, you see, like, maybe on the like the counter or something in the background, um, there's a big, like, cutting board. It looks like, oh, very nice cutting board. And they have these, like, big axes stuck into it. They're all, like, you can see, like, blood still on them. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe not, like, fresh dripping blood, but, like, oh, they've used that to kill things that have blood recently. But they don't see you, but this is what you're going to have to deal with next time. And what song is going through your head as you see these fierce card-playing 
pig-eating orcs. this episode of This American Dice Presents D&D, Dragon of Icefire Peak. Your cast was Marisa as Serafina Tealy and David as the Dungeon Master. You heard Austin as the narrator. Music for this episode was An Ocean Wide by Sebastian Forsland. Happy Victory by Heatley Bros. And Gamela by Ease Jammy Jams. If you could please rate, review, and subscribe to our show at your favorite podcatcher, it would really help This American Dice. Austin will read every five-star review we receive on air as your favorite farm animal. Join us next week for another episode of This American Dice. And remember, wash your hands and wear a mask. Um, Alphonse Calazorn is the ranch owner. So it's ranch like a ranch, not ranch like the dip. (laughs) Oh, now I get your joke more. That makes sense. (laughs) That's pretty good. I did that. I was like, uh, yeah, you ate this thing before. I don't understand why this is funny now. But now, yes, now I got you. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate that. And just like, man, it sucks because when Austin did that thing, he's like, oh, I put stuff. I just put my finger in my mouth to make an orc voice. Now I feel like beholden to do that. Because <laughs> they have the big tusks in their mouth. Yeah! Ham time! <laughs>